Hello, hello. My name is Maya Victoria, and I'm here to welcome you to my very own podcast. It's 1111 somewhere. Here in this podcast, we'll be discussing all types of things that linger across my mind, and I'm sharing this journey with you all to make sure that anyone listening in this very moment knows that they are not alone and that your thoughts and feelings always have value, even if it doesn't really feel like it in the moment. Today's episode is all about making the first move. How to do it, when to do it, and with whom you should do it with. Hopefully this episode will give most of you singles out there waiting for that right person the motivation to do it within your own terms and make it happen. But like always, before we start, let's get into my quick thorns and roses for the day. The purpose for this is to build connections with myself to take a moment and be mindful, but also a moment of vulnerability with you guys listening. It's important to share your feelings and get them out there, and if I share something that you can relate to, then that also reminds us that we are never alone. So let's go ahead and start off with my thorn for today, which actually happened yesterday morning, but I'm still feeling the aftermath of today. So for some reason, I just decided to wake up in the morning yesterday and make sure that all of my school stuff was taken care of, the financial piece, the tuition, um, the scheduling, all of that's good because school is starting in about a month. And I logged on to the website for the school and I realized that my tuition number was triple the amount of what it normally is. And I immediately started freaking out as most people would um because I don't I don't have I never did growing up I was lower middle class like money to me is super important and I save everything I earn and I've been paying college by myself since I started school I don't get outside help from anybody just me so when I seen this number that was triple what I was prepared for I instantly started freaking out all of the Horrible thoughts surrounding school started going through my head, like, oh my gosh, am I going to have to drop out? Am I going to have to take out loans? Am I going to have to do this? And I had my very first major hyperventilating attack that I've ever had in my whole life. My boyfriend, too, was really worried and he was trying to calm me down. I couldn't breathe. I wasn't getting any oxygen in my head, so I literally was, like, so dizzy about to pass out. It was not fun. Um, So I... Called everybody that I could call as far as like the officials at the school. I submitted all the documents I needed to submit. And so now it's a waiting game. So we're going to see if they accept what I submitted. If not, um, like little Wayne said, it'll all work out. But I don't know. We'll, we'll have to see. It's just one of those things I'm trying not to think about right now. It's out of my hands. So I did what I could do. Now we just have to wait. So super big thorn, um, but there's always going to be bumps in the road. So I'm trying to stay positive, look at the positive sides and all of that good stuff. And as for my rose, um, today I took my car to the admissions place because I needed to re-register it and also get the admissions test done. I did not know if I was going to pass the test because my wheel sensor is off and it doesn't calculate the speed of my wheel correctly. So I have an ABS light on, I have like a traction light on, and another light that I don't really know what it is. But having those three lights on the dashboard at the same time means that the sensors off. So my ABS is fine. The traction's fine. It's just that sensor that's like not correct or reading correctly. Completely safe to drive as far as I know. Um, But I was like, oh my gosh, I have to get this emissions test done and it might not pass. Now what happens if it doesn't pass? I have to get fixed what needs to get fixed, which is a lot more money on top of that. So like money right now is very stressful in general, but 
I took it there today and the guy was like, okay, get out of the car. And I was like, okay. I was sweating. I was real hot. And he's like, okay, here's the paper. You pass. Now you just got to go get your sticker and stuff like that. So I took that win and got out of there as fast as I could before the reader started going off again. But yeah, so it worked out and my car passed the test. I was able to save money so I can live with my wheel sensor being corrupt for a little bit longer, which is great news. Great news. So let's go ahead and start talking about the topic of making the first move today. So here's the dilemma. It's already the first week of August. So sorry to all the summer lovers out there, but fall is coming and it is coming so quickly. The leaves will soon be orange, the air will be brisk, sweater weather by the neighborhood will be on repeat 24-7, and with the fall, shortly after comes the holidays. And you might be wondering why I bring this up now, but I'm sure you know why deep down. Because it's cuffing season! That is still a term, right? I don't know, I've been out of the dating game for a while now, but basically it's time to get a lover to spend the holiday season with. And if you'd rather spend it alone and with family and friends, then go for it. Sweet. Love it. But if you are part of the singles crowd that is looking for a lover, then it is time because it is right around the corner. All of the cutesy fall things that you'd rather do with the person next to you, you know? Here's a crash course written by me, from me, directly to you. Now, if you're in a relationship already, this podcast will still bring you some help in taking initiative within your relationship. There's always learning curves within dating, and you may be used to being in the passenger seat when it comes to dates and adventures. So it's time to take advantage of more time and all of those dreams and ideas that you have in your head, you can finally make them come to life within your relationship. So let's start at the very beginning. Like I already said before, I have been out of the dating scene for a little over two years now, but it doesn't unqualify me for this. No ma'am. How do you think I got in this amazing relationship? All me. I made it happen. Just don't ask my boyfriend because he'll probably try to take credit, but really it was all me. Hook him up to a lie detector and then report the results back to me because I definitely made the first move. Before my boyfriend and I got together, I was sort of kinda maybe dating on some apps and in my pool of people from school. Nothing too serious though because nobody really stood out to me. I was pretty mentally advanced when it came to maturity and I knew this from my last relationship. So after that ended, I was 100% no longer trying to cast out my line in a pool of people who didn't have goals, ambition, a job, or even a license. I had my standards solidified. And that's my first piece of advice to you. Know what you want. Hopefully by now you've spent some time alone with just yourself to really get to know what kind of person you are, but also what kind of person adds value to your life rather than adds stress to your life. It might even help to write it out. Make a list of qualities you're attracted to and qualities or red flags you'd steer away from. Once you get this list put together, really look at it as a whole and imagine where you may be able to find this person. Is this a person you may find on a dating app, maybe at your school or at your job, but With that one, be careful because it is really fun. Like it's kind of sneaky and risky, but it's also risky in a bad way and very stressful. So before dating somebody at your job, be highly aware of the precautions and the consequences of things of doing that sort. 
but truly imagine where they may be and bring yourself and your fishing pole to that place. And this is crucial because if you're looking for someone who you want to get to know and is new to your life and you're only looking at your school that has a class size of 500, then I'd probably rethink your plan. And once you find your victim, I mean your potential partner, you want to plant some seeds because this is the biggest error I see in some of my friends or friends of friends relationships. Lots of people unknowingly lead themselves on for a long time. And I know that they don't do it on purpose, but they have this fairy tale living in their subconscious that they have already planted seeds and that they want their target to make the move. And if they don't, then they know that they don't like them. And by this time, they've been secretly interested in this person for weeks and then they end up breaking their own heart. And that is not fair. You deserve to be in control. Why put your heart on this cold blank table waiting for some random to flick it off? Absolutely not. So when you've located this person that you're interested in, waste no time. The longer you don't make a move or wait for them to do it, the deeper you'll fall in love with the idea of them. Not even actually with the person, but with the idea that they could be this person in your own head. And you cannot and should not place all of your cards on the table until you at least have a verbal confirmation that they're interested. Because there is a 100% a chance that they might not be looking for the same things as you. And this is where you lead yourself on. So at this point, my go-to plan is to make it very obvious that I'm single and interested in the idea of being in a relationship. You don't want this person thinking you are only trying to hook up when you want all the lovey-dovey stuff and vice versa. Whatever you may be looking for, just make it very clear right off the bat because the last thing you want to do is lead them on to. Bring it up in casual conversations. I know it may sound scary, but if you're doing this early in the timeline of knowing them, then it doesn't have a lot of weight to it. Whether they bite or not, your heart is still safe because you didn't feed yourself false hope for weeks before starting this exact conversation. See, it's all to protect yourself while making your time valuable and effective in finding this person. If they were to say no or show no interest, then sweet. Now you know and you can move on to your next potential partner. Now if they do show interest, then it's go time. You must capture this moment of initial spark and interest right away. Do not sit on this moment and wait to make plans because that spark will fade unless it's acted upon. I'd find out their schedule and set up a plan to hang out or do something fun preferably within two weeks. After that, it's a little rocky, especially if you just met. Take the initiative and set it up with them. And don't add too much pressure to this meeting because again, you guys are still both seeing if you're compatible. Don't make an agenda like, oh, after this date, he'll do this or that and then we'll be in love. No, this is still a dating phase. Just make sure whatever you decide to do, it's something with opportunities to talk and get to know each other. The worst thing that you could decide to do is to go see a movie. And that's solely because you'll spend two hours silent and then you have learned nothing about them or who they are or if it's even going to work out yet. First date, wasted. If I were in this process, I'd definitely include food. Go out to one of your favorite food places and introduce them to what you like. This also works out for you because you're in a comfortable place that you're familiar with. Adding a sense of comfortability, you'll be more likely to relax and have a clear mind to find out what you really need to find out. Now this next section that I'm about to deliver to you are things that I'd make sure I knew by the end of the date. So if at any point in this podcast you have a pen and a pencil and a notepad, I would get it out now because this information is crucial and vital to completing the task of finding someone that's meant for you. So very first on my list, what are they looking for? Do they even want a relationship? What kind of relationship? 
Are you the person that wants to fill that spot for them? Because if these two don't line up, then there's no point in even going any further on this date. Next, I would find out what they like to do in their free time. You can learn a lot about a person with this question. Your radar will light up with this one more than the other questions for sure. Because if they like to do something that completely is one of your biggest pet peeves, then you know right then and there that's enough and you can call it a day. Now the third one is finding out their schedule. And this one varies depending your schedule and their schedule. So if you're someone that's very busy, has a job, school, doing lots of things, and they're someone that has a completely open book, then it might work out. But it really does depend, like, what's their job? Do they have responsibilities? Are they just available in general? How much do you want to see them? This depends on you. So whatever schedule in your brain would work out, then that's what you need to find out what they have. Next, this one is super important for me because I'm an ambitious person and I'm 100% driven by the future and my goals and stuff like that. So I would find out what they want to do within the next few years. Now, this one can also switch up depending on what you want to know. You can say within the next year, the next five years, 10 year plan, if you're someone that plans super far ahead out. But this is also important because you can find out where their head is. Do they have any goals, ambitions? Are they going to be changing jobs? Are they planning on moving? Those are super important things that you want to know at the very beginning of a relationship. That way you don't waste your time. Again, secretly, this whole process is like an interview. This person is someone that could qualify for a lifetime to spend their life with you, but it's super important to get this stuff out of the way and as soon as possible. That way your time is effective. Then I would ask them about their family. What's the relationships look like? What values do they have? What morals do they have? These are super important because if you are looking to spend a long time with this person, worst case scenario, if things happen, that you both need to make a decision on like, oh, you know, how do we go about this error or this situation in our life? You want to make sure that your morals and values line up. That way you guys agree on how to handle them. And lastly, and most importantly, you want to know what they think of you. Somehow, some way, you have to get their opinion of you out in the open. You want to make sure that if this person is someone you could potentially be in a relationship with, you want to make sure that they have a good read on who you are as a person. Because if they only know you from working with you or being in the same class as you or seeing you in the hallway, then they might not have any idea of who you are. Or even worse, they might have misconceptions or assumptions about who you are. So in some way, some shape, you need to find out what they think they know about you. Because if they're looking for a relationship with someone who's very outgoing and talkative and you're more of a quiet person, you want to make sure that that's out in the open. That way they're not getting led on either. And again, this may seem like a lot, but in reality, this date is the backbone for all of the others and where this relationship could lead. Now this date can go one of three ways. First, it could be terrible. You may find out that this person is completely the opposite of what you're looking for. You may realize that they're here for the wrong reasons or that they're not the person that you want to spend your time with. This is really good to know because one, you no longer have to wonder if they are for you, you know, and you have the opportunity to make it clear then and there based on your reactions to what they say. And you could just let them know that it's not going to work out. And on top of this, do not feel defeated if it doesn't work out because you didn't waste your time drooling over a hypothetical version of them. You found out firsthand and wasted no time. You came out with an even clearer view of what you want and more experience as well. Time to find someone else. The next outcome for this date is being left unsure. 
And this is completely okay too. You may be someone who requires more quality time to really pinpoint where you're at. Or you may even need to report back to your friends and sleep on it before you decide if you want to carry this out. Just remember not to lead them on too long. If you decide it's not for you, don't ghost them. That's cruel. Like, no, we're adults. Just be honest with them because you would hope that they would be honest with you too. And lastly, this date could go amazing. Sparks flying, fireworks firing, the whole shebang. Through these questions, you'll learn a lot about them and realize that your dreams align and that they are someone you could see yourself being happy with. This is fantastic. And if this is how it goes, then you also better have the next date already in the works. You want to make sure you start planning the next one before you leave. That way, it's already in the process of being put together. There's no time to waste. On top of this, it's also a good opportunity to ask them what they'd like to do since you chose the first one. This is good because it'll start the 50-50 decision making for the entire relationship. Give and take. It'll be great. No matter what, using this technique, you should walk out of this date feeling accomplished and confident. The method of making the first move will give you the control and powerful feeling, giving you confidence to go out there for what you want. In this, you're taking your life into your own hands, as it should be. Even though I brought up how quickly the fall season is making its way here, don't feel pressured to get in a relationship unless it's one you're 100% confident in. Never put yourself on a timeline of, this has to be done by this time, because no good things truly come from that. You deserve the very best and you're going to find that for yourself. I believe in you. Just always remember that you come first and you deserve the very best. Don't settle for anything less. And with that note, it brings me to the very end of this one. I hope you found some value in this and hopefully some confidence in yourself as well. I'm just saying the proof is in the pudding. It's never failed me, nor has it ever broke my heart. If anything, I just felt more established in myself knowing what and who I deserve. So even if that first date didn't work out, no matter what, never think that you're alone. Because even if you physically are, you're not. Because I'm here in your ear talking my talk, and this is only the beginning. I've got tons of ideas for this podcast, including episode 6 that will be released next Sunday at 11.11am. If you enjoyed this episode, please like, share, rate, and also follow. And if you have any Q&A questions that you'd like me to feature in my Q&A segments of these episodes, please leave those down below. That way I can start answering your questions. Thank you so much for listening, and as always, have a beautiful rest of your day. And stay you, because you're amazing. I'll catch you later. Sincerely, Maya.